0: Hello, 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 EKN Nation. Welcome to episode 60 of This Week in Carding. It is March 1st, 2023. I cannot believe we are already into the third month of this year. It's been a quick two months of the season and of the year. I am David Cole, joined by Nate Dean as we bring you episode 60 of This Week in Carding. Already said that. Uh, All the major news that hit the EKN homepage over the past week's uh, most recently, the last what eight days, we recorded our last episode, which was episode 59 on February 20th, 2023. So we're going to get one more episode in before we're going to be trackside for a couple of weeks. So probably towards the end of March is when we'll get to our next This Week in Karting, because right now it's all going to be all about race coverage and being trackside over the next couple of weeks. So this episode is brought to you by Racelab. The new face of competitive karting in the Pacific Northwest region is Racelab. The full-service karting operation is located at the -the state-of-the-art Kartplex facility in Oliver, British Columbia, Canada, providing everything you need to hit the track or put yourself in a successful driver development program. Racelab is the official North American distributor for the TB Kart chassis brand, providing the full range of models from kid kart to shifter kart. Villeneuve Racing Carts is their flagship product available only through Racelab. The brand carries the name of Formula One champion in Indianapolis 500 winner Jacques Villeneuve with each model produced by TB Cart. Follow Racelab on social media, on Facebook and Instagram, or load up their website at theracelab.ca to learn more about TB Cart and Villeneuve Racing Carts. So again, Nate, our last episode was February twentieth, twenty twenty three. Uh, February is gone and done. My birthday month is over. I, I claim it's my birthday month, but really, I only celebrate my birthday. At least my wife will only let me do that. Uh, but it's <coughs> been a qu- it's been a quick two months of twenty twenty three, hasn't it?
1: Yeah, it's been quick for not a ton of action carding season starting to finally get underway already have one championship done with the scusa winter series florida winter tour has one round left uh, challenge of the americas is underway and we're starting to close in on the regular season we'll call it of the big championships uspks starting soon same with uh, scusa pro tour so it will be getting a bit quicker once those ramp up too but quick off quote off season for us
0: And ramping up is something that the Cup Carts North America program is certainly doing as they're about to head into this weekend for what will be a record uh, event at the Spring Nationals held at the Charlotte Motor Speedway. But most notably is the recent rule change or uh, supplemental rule that they just created. It is called the camshaft intake lobe center line. So for all you technical guys, you probably know more about it than I do. Uh, but really what this boils down to is um, there's been a lot of rumors and obviously keyboard warriors going on, talking about how uh, people are going in and adjusting the camshaft without breaking the seal on what is the, a, a sealed bottom end 206 Uh, Briggs engine package so that's kind of been a focal point for Briggs and Stratton 206 racers uh, over the last couple of months is is talking about how people are adjusting the camshaft and that rules need to be uh, implemented to to stop this for me I again I'm still waiting on proof and shown how to be this is being done and that's still something that hasn't been done or shown to me myself personally uh, but you know cup carts north America is taking taking it the bull by the horns they've looked at a lot of data talked to a number of engine uh, people throughout the industry and they've been they've now adjusted to uh, essentially the rule a little bit uh, for, at least for cup carts north America so kind of narrowing the gap uh, in terms of the centerline issue that everybody's talking about so I don't know how much you followed this online, but it's certainly been, you know, there's a lot of people that just love to just stir the pot. And there's been a lot of that on online. And, and so now hopefully, you know, cup carts, this will hopefully lead their, their rule change will hopefully lead to eliminating um, the pot stirring.
1: Yeah. And I mean, whenever you have a sealed engine that only makes about eight horsepower, of course, you're going to have people that are trying to find performance in any way possible again a lot of it is just speculation of whether people have been doing it or not i there's been a lot of online talk about what's the point of this all these other things but at the end of the day it's just another measure to make sure that people aren't going into their engines and doing something you shouldn't be with it i know my mom is quite close with the ckna tech staff so we talked about a bit in the past couple of days basically them saying going into charlotte um of course it's short notice for this but them also saying at the end of that statement for those of you who haven't touched it this won't be an issue and them also adding that going into this race that it's a very wide range it's wider range than they want for Uh, what's legal or not and throughout the season they want to make that range smaller and smaller and smaller to try and alleviate anyone who might be doing this but again i think it's just a good measure and it's something to keep the racing fair keep the racing low cost because once we we saw this with world formula i think when you start to get into this engine rebuild stuff and messing with the engine the prices go up and it really goes away from the cheap racing that 206 aims to deliver
0: Well, let's, let's put it out there. I mean, we've always promoted the fact that you can take this engine out of the box, put it on the cart and be fast, and that still can happen. Uh, you know, but obviously we were now into what year 11 of the 206 program engine builders have now had the opportunity to develop techniques and certain ways of servicing engines in order to make them either be quicker for a weekend or, you know, this and that, you know, obviously there's a lot of different innovative ways of doing things in terms of, of engine building. And, and so it's, you know, yeah, I mean, we're, we're at the point, it's, I mean, you look at NASCAR, you look at IndyCar, everybody tries to stretch out the rules as much as they can. And I think that's, you know, karting is no different and especially in spec package engines and especially in a category, as you said, with such a low horsepower engine, platform, people are trying to find whatever they can to make it a little bit better, uh, to help make up for the terrible driving that most people have. (laughs) So again, you know, that's one thing we always talk about with the Alan Rudolph racing Academy, you know, invest in yourself. Don't invest in, in, in cheater motors. You know, that's always been kind of the thing, you know, that's, that's where you, you find that extra 10th or two on, on the racetrack. So, um, yeah, so I, and I, I get that, and Briggs has always kind of kept things a little bit, as you said, wider to help for you know any any manufacturing issues that may arise or, or something like that. Or so it's good that now you know again we're now into a second decade of this engine platform. We can start to narrow, as you said, narrow the gap in terms of specs on the engine and and tech teching these engines as well too. So I, you know, it, it's a good, it's good that cup Carts is stepping up to do that. Again, we've, we were asked multiple times about it and it's, you know, until the organizations do anything, I mean, there's nothing for us as a, as a media outlet to do, you know, it's up to the organizations to oversee, um, you know, to, to, to police those who are, Either following the guidelines or not following the guidelines. So uh, good to see that. But um, again, March 3rd through the f- 5th, Charlotte Motor Speedway will be the CKNA Spring Nationals this weekend. Uh, got some cool numbers by Race Select, the uh, by the numbers from them. They are the uh, registration platform for Cup Carts North America. 360 entries for this weekend thus far. I'm sure they're going to probably get some walk up entries as well. And only 51 drivers running multiple classes. So there's a lot of drivers that are going to be down in the Charlotte region. Uh, 32 different states represented along with two Canadian provinces. And right now, Canada has the most entries at over 50 entries overall. And Florida at 39. So nearly a third of the entries come from Florida or Canada. That's that's just great numbers going into the weekend, Nate.
1: Yeah, for sure. And after uh florida getting hit hard with a hurricane uh last year for grand nats or around that time a lot of people missing that so good to see the florida numbers back up same goes for canada i know it's 2023 now but still COVID is still kind of that uh looming topic especially with the canadian border and all the things that have happened with that in the past couple years that finally Being opened a lot more than it was the past few years, Canada and Canadian racers coming down and participating in our events. I think there's going to be a lot more of us going up there, too, for CKNA's Canada Series. They'll be going into its second season this year. So a good amount of cross and people traveling for races, people just wanting to get back in the car and get competitive again.
0: Yeah, really, this is the first big Briggs race since Daytona. Uh, You know, CKNA had the Jacksonville event, but it didn't quite pull in the numbers Uh, they were hoping, especially uh, compared to the spring nationals. So again, Charlotte, a little bit closer to Canada, not all the way down to Jacksonville. Again, it's March. It's it's the season is just around the corner for for Canada when when April hits. So it's a great way to kind of get the season started off. And and again, great to see uh, the big numbers coming from north of the border. Uh The next topic is the Route 66 Sprint Series Confirms the 2023 Classes and Format. Nate, break us. You have a lot more insight probably in this than I do. So kind of just give us a rundown of, of uh, some of the announcements that's been made on social media uh, from the Route 66 program.
1: Yeah. So in terms of classes, not a ton has changed keeping uh, the 3k categories for junior senior masters in 206 sportsman junior senior micro and mini swift stay kid cart a bit of a change there you could run four different engine packages last last season even though class wasn't really run this season it's 206 junior motor only for that class so we're gonna hopefully see a bit more kid carts in this series. That's going to be something Route 66 is promoting a lot more along with the four cycle package. Um, New event structure that everyone seems to be talking about, whether it be good or bad. Uh, Chris Kardashian going on the car chaser podcast last night, and there just seemed to be a lot of positivity for all these changes and the format. No Thursday practice of any kind when you get there run by series or track. Again, this is just to cut down the weekend for those drivers and teams not wanting to dedicate a full week to this for a regional series Saturday. You have, excuse me, Friday, you have three rounds of practice Saturday. Again, you'll also have three rounds of practice. Then we'll go into qualifying. There'll be all carts for three laps new for carding i think is what they're going to be calling the shootout top five from qualifying get put into a one-lap shootout and that will determine first through fifth on the grid then you get into heat one which will be saturday moving to sunday you have your warm-up heat two and then the final yeah
0: it's it's exciting format again we myself and rob we've always been fans of the one final format i know that's kind of you know people are kind of 50 50 on it. You know, some people like the idea putting all your eggs into one basket, but others like the, the, the warm fuzzy feeling of having that second final uh, later in the weekend. But really I think the focus there, like you were talking about is the limit of practice. I think, for a regional program, you don't have to be at the racetrack for five straight days. I mean, it's just it's insane to think about that. And I understand national events. It's a big race. You want to get as much track time in as possible. But for regional racing, again, this is an opportunity for you to travel to a different racetrack, get it, get accustomed to it, have a good time and learn. I mean, that's what regional racing is really about. It's not about sitting there for five days, making gobs of laps and, and, you know, it's just and, and just blowing your budget right out of the, the water. So I love that. Um, again, plenty of race time. You know, you get two heat races and a main event. Uh, the longer laps are going to be great. It get gets drivers to be more help them on the endurance side of things, I think, a little bit more. But really, I think the focus um, is the limit of of at of the practice at the racetrack. Um, so, again, Great to see, you know, Chris Kardashian, as you said, just uh, getting getting his feet wet in terms of being a race promoter uh, and getting this series getting going. And the opening weekend is, I believe, in May. Correct. I forgot to write that down.
1: It'll be May 19th through
0: the 21st at Newcastle, Newcastle. Yep. So I'm actually that'd be a good weekend to go race a K master. I think that'd be fun. So,
1: uh,
0: yeah, and you'll be you'll be announcing as well too. give give a little insight on that.
1: Yeah, myself and Carter Pease, who we ran together for a couple years under Chris Kardashian's tent. So that's how we met will be co-announcing for three of the four rounds. I think he has prior commitments with racing for the second round at road America. So it'll just be me. So my voice should sound nice and raspy on Sunday, but it should be a lot of fun. Carter has had some experience, a lot of experience with him going into newscasting and that's kind of his strong suit. He's done some uh, commentary at, wow. Rock Island, Rock Island Grand Prix. Come on. uh, He's done that. Yeah, he's done that. I do a lot of stuff at my local track, so it'll be a new challenge for the both of us. A lot of new drivers, some new tracks, but I think he'll enjoy being able to see the entire track apart from Rock Island. So (laughs) yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Yeah. Rock Island's obviously a challenge to
0: announce there. Uh, You kind of, you're kind of working off when they go by you and then looking at the, uh, the scoring monitor. So they come back around, uh, to uh, to the start finish line so um, excited to see that program kick off in May and with that we'll head into our first commercial break and we'll get into our second segment of news topics and items covered here on This Week in Cardi
2: If you're a carter in the Lone Star State make the jump from the club level and race against the best in the country at the Texas Sprint Racing Series The premier regional kart racing series in Texas will be a five-race program in 2023, featuring four different tracks located all over the state. This year's Texas Sprint Racing Series kicks off the season at the popular Speed Sports Racing Park in New Caney, Texas on March 24th to 26th. Racing Under the Lights returns in 2023, with the North Texas Kartways in Denton welcoming the series for night racing over the Memorial Day weekend on May 26th to 28th. The third round of the TSRS travels to the Panhandle and the newly renamed Amarillo Kart Complex on the June 30, July 2nd weekend. A track new to the series hosts round four as Rimrock Raceway in Odessa is set to make history on August four, five and six. The series championships will be decided on the September 15th, to 17th weekend as the fifth and final round brings competitors back to the challenging speed sports facility in Houston. Details on the rules and class structure for the official Supercarts USA and International Kart Federation Series can be found at texassprintseries.com. Are you ready to go from carts to cars? Since 1975, the Skip Barber Racing School has taken great drivers and made them champions. Today, we're proud to welcome the next generation of winners. Make the transition from carts to cars with the Skip Barber Formula Race Series. You'll compete at the most iconic tracks in America. Race weekends include your very own equalized Formula 4 race car, a professional crew, expert instruction, video and data analysis, hospitality, and more. This is the place to fulfill your dream of becoming a champion. Sign up today by calling 866-932-1949 or visit us at skipbarber.com. The 25th edition of the Rock Cup USA Florida Winter Tour continues this month with round two of the program heating up South Florida over the February 17th to 19th weekend. The series makes its debut visit at the new PK Entertainment and Race Park in Loxahatchee, Florida, which is located just outside West Palm Beach. Compete in any of the ten categories featuring the Vortex engine line, from micro and mini rock to the VLR 100cc classes and the high-speed rock shifter divisions. The series is set to wrap up on the March 17th to 19th weekend with the final rounds contested at the Orlando Kart Center. Each of the 10 class championships will be decided with the final round of action in Orlando, Florida. Be sure to mark down the Rock Vegas event set for the Rio All Suite Hotel and Casino scheduled for October 25th to the 29th in Las Vegas, Nevada. Visit rockcupusa.com for all the details and information surrounding the Florida Winter Tour, Rock Vegas events, and more.
0: Welcome back to episode 60 of This Week in Carding. It is March 1st, 2023. I'm David Cole, joined by Nate Dean as we cover the major news items and topics that have hit the homepage or social media over the last Eight days, basically, since our last show on February twentieth, twenty twenty three. Uh, we'll get into three topics now to kind of close out this second segment. The first of the, those is the Rock Cup USA just announced yesterday a partnership with the SimCraft uh, Corporation. Uh, they will be the official Sim company of the Rock Cup Promotions program. And they are providing a free entry to the Rock Vegas event in 2023 with a purchase of a simulator from SimCraft. And then there'll be Rock Cup USA discounts available as well to purchase any of the SimCraft simulators that are available. So, Nate, great to see a company, not necessarily outside of racing, obviously, but in a way it is because it's it's not related to karting whatsoever whatsoever. You know, this is the SimCraft's amazing company. They work with a lot of professional drivers uh, and it's a great way for not only to have fun with uh, all the, the racing sims that are out there, but also to to hone your craft behind the wheel as well.
1: No, for sure. And SimCraft have been around their game since the 90s and they're obviously a huge name in the world of sim racing it's cool to see them come on board it's an interesting uh, promotion between uh, rock and sim craft for obviously the free entry with the purchase of a simulator but yeah like you said it's a great way to hone your craft obviously, karting in simulators hasn't quite got to the level that cars are yet but even still going on to racing and doing like the skip barbers and that the low power stuff you're going to learn a ton about momentum racing and just your race craft more than you will driving and i think myself and others who have them have learned a lot in those series about just race craft and what to do in that wheel-to-wheel combat yeah it, the
0: uh I got to I got to tra- sample the SimCraft simulator at the Super Nationals in November, and uh, it was only my second time in a, in a simulator like that motion simulator. It's really unique. Um, you know, I wish I had more room in my office to put one in. Um, I actually it was my third time, so I've done. It was my second time in a SimCraft. I used one uh, a friend of mine that lives near here. Uh, Mark Miller got to drive in his, so it's, it's, it's unique. It's, it's, it's certainly a change going from your desk, you know, steering wheel to something that's moving and, and just the, the way, you know, the entire pedals feel and how everything else feels, um, in, in, uh, in actual SimCraft. So it's fun to do that. I would love to see, you know, iRacing get behind karting. Hopefully that'll be something in the future. That we'll see you know there's been obviously a lot of different uh online gaming for for karting uh over the years um i know our factor you you talked about slow horsepower things i used to do the Clio, and now that's coming back into iRacing. racing so i saw that that's that's fun to do but our Factor, we used to have a karting sim uh what probably 2007 i think my son was a born around that year so um I would let him take a nap and I'd go put do some kart sim racing. It'd be fun. We had uh, a lot of good times with that. So hopefully in the near future, we'll start seeing it become more and more uh, popular uh, in terms of of iRacing or other platforms. So uh, with that, we'll move into our next topic. The United States Pro Kart Series Mini Swift category has sold out for the Orlando Kart Center, the Southern Grand Prix, all 46... Uh, entry spots taken and sold by february 22 so uh excited to see that category sell out we knew it was going to be one of the bigger categories on the weekend nate um and now they're at over 250 entries as of today uh heading into the final stretch of pre-entry for the southern grand prix
1: yeah, obviously a lot of people interested in that mini Swift class selling out on February 22nd, so a fair bit of time before they even got to the track. So good to see people are obviously interested in USPKS. It had, it's had quite the couple of years after the COVID pandemic of a lot of traction. For this series with it really becoming one of the big mainstays in pro carding here in the US with those events being added to the pro calendar as we call it but yeah obviously a lot of people wanting to make that trek down to Orlando into warmer weather and not uh, put off by the long journey that that may cause so good to see for carding good to see for USP gas. Yeah, right now, the K.A. junior and senior categories are both
0: above the forty six line. So we'll for sure see last chance qualifiers in those two categories. Those were the two categories that they announced that were going to be open. And so they've surpassed that forty six number. Pro Shifter, the first year of this category at the United States Pro Card Series, right now has 12 entries, three of them being former national champions, including uh, A.J. Myers, Danny Formal, and Marnian Kremers the uh, more recent Supercarts USA Pro Tour champion. Uh, So that field is stacked with talent, uh, including a few Masters drivers in there as well. So uh, a a good range of talent that's going to be in that debut category. Uh, When we head to the Orlando Kart Center on March 10th through the 12th, again, I'll be trackside the entire weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, bringing you uh, coverage throughout the weekend and we'll have more insight into the debut of the pro shifter category and of course all the other uh, news and notes that happen uh, throughout the weekend in orlando and again the format change again too very similar to what we see at the route 66 program uh, the format is going to be uh, one final format for the united states pro cart series with uh, the main events now only on Sunday. you are going to have two, ra- three rounds of heat races uh, going on Saturday and then the main events on Sunday after uh, warm-ups and the lcqs So t- a little bit of changes again, ownership changing Route 66. They've decided to change the format. And now with the United States Pro Kart series extending to five race weekends the format, one final format happening there. So good, excited to see how that all plays out and uh, and see, uh, again, bring our 11th year of coverage for the United States Pro Card Series. Very excited about that. Uh, next in our final topic is the California Pro Card Challenge kicks off at Buttonwillow. So that program will kick off March 11th through the 12th at Buttonwillow Raceway Park. Uh, heading in the counterclockwise direction, Buttonwillow Raceway Park, a, a, a very familiar racetrack for the California Pro Kart Challenge. They'll have offered a full slate of pro tour classes, along with now an open shifter divisions for both senior and master drivers. So uh, non-KZ category or non-KZ and non-SSE uh, engine platforms allowed to uh, compete at the California pro cart challenge now in these open divisions. So it'll be interesting to see how uh, competitors uh, show up for that. Pre-registration closes on Tuesday, March 7th. And then uh, following that event in on March 11th through the 12th of Buttonwillow, Supercarts USA will focus then on the debut of the 2023 Supercarts USA Pro Tour with the Winter Nationals happening on March 31st thirty first through the April 2nd weekend uh, at the Orlando Kart Center. So, Nate, you're going to be there trackside with uh, Mr. Rob Howden, who will be uh, providing the play-by-play call all weekend long. So you'll have your chance. I've been to Orlando last year, and then now you'll have your chance to head there after going to Homestead for the opening two rounds of the SCUZA Winter Series. Anything that kind of stands out I know we're a month away before we get to the winter nationals, but anything that, uh, is that kind of is sitting there and you're, you're anticipating heading to Orlando for that.
1: I mean, I wasn't all that excited to go to NOLA just because I've seen pictures there and they didn't really look (laughs) too good, but Orlando has at least some fun things you can work with in the background. So on that standpoint, I'm looking forward to, but I think after, seeing the conclusion of the 2022 season and what we saw at uh, AMR and how the pro classes, we'll call them, X30 and KA are shaping up, how you got some new faces up there, new challengers, people who have been in the kind of the, quote, mid-pack who have fought their way back up, like Donovan Belia, who has got his maiden uh, senior victory. He might be a challenger for this. uh Maybe you can't really say who's going to be challengers for the title at this point, but we'll be one of those carts that's up there and just, it's the start of watching how the season progresses really. And just really looking forward to that. Well, certainly the United
0: States pro card series weekend will kind of be a precursor to the, uh, the, the the winter nationals. Um, And if it's anything like last year, Ryan Norberg is going to control everything at his home track. Um, So that's going to be the, the thing to watch in, x30 senior for pro shifter obviously it's the the myers versus kremers battle that will continue to rage on has been going on for a year and two months now um and then who else is going to step up you know that's you know kremers really was a dominant force last year in the pro shifter category so uh you know you the uspks weekend will kind of give us an idea of who's going to be able to step up Is Formal going to be running the Pro Tour as well? A lot of things kind of uh, not yet defined yet for for the Scusa Winter Nationals. So, again, we'll have to wait and see for that. Um, But just shifters at Orlando, that's going to be an exciting thing to see. Because I thought as the tight confines that the Orlando Kart Center really is, it's for watching the x 30 shifter carts there is just going to be wild and crazy so i'm i'm really looking forward to seeing that you usbks and then following your and rob's coverage of the winter nationals at the first weekend of april and with that we'll head into our final commercial break and we'll have a little bit more about what hit the ecan homepage in terms of editorial podcasts and of course the ecan radio network after these commercials
3: If you want to challenge yourself against the best drivers in the sport, put the United States Pro Kart Series on your calendar. Established in 2013, the USPKS is entering its 11th season following record participation numbers. The 2023 season presented by MG Tires and I USA East is slated to hit five major tracks over five weekends to decide the champions in the now eight categories. The season opens at the Orlando Kart Center on March 10th through the 12th with a USPKS program visiting the Orlando, Florida facility for the second straight year. Two new facilities will welcome USPKS for the first time in 2023. Round two takes place at the Crown Jewel of Texas Karting, Speed Sports Racing Park on April 28th through the 30th. The track is located just north of Houston. The other new location is the repaved and extended Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati in Batavia, Ohio, and the date is set for the August 25th to the 27th weekend. Newcastle Motorsports Park sits between those two new tracks on the schedule, hosting round three on June 23rd through the 25th. The USPKS 2023 finale is confirmed for the unofficial series home at the GoPro Motorplex in Mooresville, North Carolina on October 5th through the 7th weekend. The event will include the series year-end awards ceremony on October 8th. There's a reason the series is logging record numbers. Come find out for yourself. Head to uspks.com for more information. Move up to Cardi, move up to the USPKS.
2: It's a multi-time world champion, and it's a Superkarts USA Super Nationals winner. It is Sodi Kart. And starting in 2023, the Sodi brand has found a new home here in the U.S. Sodi Racing USA is the new exclusive importer of the Sodi Kart chassis line under the Karting Distribution banner, led by industry veteran Terry Germanovich. The French manufacturer Sodi Kart is a leader within the karting industry, offering a wide range of products and services. The Sodi Racing Chassis line offers product in classes from Mini to KZ, all based on years of development and championship seasons around the world. Sodi Racing USA has already begun establishing its dealer network, working with the Karting Collective on the West Coast and recently signing PK Sport to serve as a dealer and the official race team on the East Coast. Visit Sodi Racing USA.com to learn more about the Sodi Kart Chassis line or call 954-634-5111 to become part of the Sodi Racing USA network today. Sodi Kart, the world leader in the karting industry. Attention all club and regional racers along the West Coast. Add the new Northern California Sprint Kart Series to your schedule. The International Kart Federation sanctioned regional series is set for five events that will be run throughout 2023. The series kicks off at the Prairie City Kart Track in Rancho Cordova, California on April 21 to 23 before traveling south to Button Willow Raceway Park for Memorial Day weekend, May 26 to 28. The Southern Oregon Carters Association in Medford will be home to the halfway point of the series over the June 23rd to 25th weekend. The program moves back to California for July 14th to 16th, visiting the Santa Maria Karting Association. The fifth and final round takes competitors to Corning, California on September 15th to 17th for a temporary circuit beside the inaugural series champions. The class structure for the Northern California Sprint Kart Series provides classes for the Briggs and Stratton and IAMI KA100 engine platforms along with an open shifter category to round out the eight divisions set to compete this summer. Make sure to bookmark NorCalSKS.com for serious information and details, and find and follow them on social media. Be part of something new and exciting. Be part of the Northern California Spring Card Series.
0: Welcome back to the final segment of This Week in Karting, episode 60, March 1st, 2023. I'm David Cole, joined by Nate Dean, and we wrap up with a look of what's been uh, going on on EKN in terms of editorial. And right now we'll get into five different articles that we've had over the past eight days, essentially. Uh, Speed Sports Racing Park, the crown jewel of Texas karting. Rob Howden was able to pen a piece on the new canny texas facility that will be hosting a number of events this year including the united states pro card series in april and of course the texas sprint racing series twice in the 2023 season along with a a wide variety of different uh events coming through that facility it'll be my first time going there nate um what looking from the outside in what kind of catches your eye about the speed sports facility itself
1: i mean Uh, watching some footage from previous races last year it seems like it has a good flow to it. it seems like it has some good racing and passing opportunities so i think that'll be fun to watch obviously they're kind of new to the national scene a lot more series are considering having that name uh in the talks when they talk about like their first round so obviously uspks going there for i believe their first time if i'm correct yes yes okay so yeah i mean it'll be i don't want to say like it's speed sports are gonna have to prove that their place on the calendar because i think they are and it's such a great track and run by alan rudolph and all those guys and they do a fantastic job over there so i don't think they're gonna have to do any convincing after the first weekend because i think it'll be a driver favorite after that but yeah, we will have to see obviously some good racing will come out of that weekend. So really just looking forward to that.
0: Yeah, it's going to be, uh, it'd be cool to, to get down there. And I just love the fact that there's a rental cart track and a competition track all at the same facility. That's, I think that's going to be the future uh, in terms of karting facilities uh, moving ahead. Uh, next is the begin Again column series by RK Seiler. Uh, as he penned, the monkey is off my back getting that first podium in, I think he said over 30 years back into the sport of karting, so it's great to uh, to get that successful uh, article from from, our, from RK Seiler about uh, getting back on the podium at his home track, at the North Texas Kartways uh, facility in Denton, Texas. Driver Dryery is also back on the E-CAN homepage uh, with Preston Lambert providing uh, his viewpoint of the racing in Europe. This 2023 season uh he already gave us a testing column now he gave us the uh wsk super master series south Garda karting event and gave us some insight into his first race in the okay category and first race with the wsk program as well too so uh, good to read that we also have our director's notes a new column by blake hunt as he gave kind of an outlook on the United States Pro Kart Series season. Again, Blake Hunt, the uh, race director for the United States Pro Kart Series. So kind of a different viewpoint um, in terms of looking at uh, the car- the karting world. We don't get a lot of, Nate, we don't get a lot of race directors that provide uh, more insight or even write anything for us. So this was kind of good to see. And maybe we'll get some more race directors involved in with this director's notes program uh, as we move along with the 2023 season. Did anything kind of stand out in his article uh, for you?
1: I mean, the the one thing I liked is the picture we used for the graphics <laughs> on social media. Out of context, it looks like it's the throw and tire. But I, I think it's cool that Blake is being candid with us, and I think race directors obviously don't talk a lot about their – you know, their job, it seems to everyone else or like provide that insight. So it's nice to see that from his perspective, especially with um, in relative terms, how young he is for doing the job that he's at with his, him being fairly new, especially with the USPKS race director job. So it's good to see his take and his insights from that side of the curtain. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see.
0: Yeah, you Because a lot of times directors start it locally and then move their way up. I think Blake basically just jumped into the deep end of the pool and went right into the USPKS program. I think he's done stuff with the GoPro Motorplex uh, Club there a little bit. But, um, you know, it was certainly a big jump. And plus, he's still racing, too. That's the unique thing about it. You know, we have a few race directors that still do race, uh, but it's good to get the young. uh, we, We need more youth involved in the in that side of the sport. You know, we have we have promoters. We have some some younger promoters that are coming in. Uh, Now we're getting some younger race directors. I think really the niche now is younger tech directors because they're all getting pretty old. Um, And then with that, uh, we are last uh, article to uh, to review is the ECAN 101 with Bobby Krug of the Skip Barber Racing School. So he has a unique story in the fact that he's a racer, but he's also involved in the marketing process. Side of the of the sport, got his start in karting and d- did the carts to cars program with Skip Barber, both it behind the wheel, but also in the media side of things. He started with Margay Racing and then now is the managing or marketing manager at Skip Barber Racing School. So a very cool uh, viewpoint of that. So kind of kind of similar to what we do, Nate. We both love racing, but we're both in the media side of things. But it's a little bit different. Uh, you know, when you get to the Skip Barber level, for sure.
1: Yeah, and th- with the press releases and media that we've been working with, we've seen his work firsthand with that and with him racing, it's kind of cool to see him working on all of those areas and for him to do a little piece for us and us talking with him. It was nice to read that. Again, same as Blake, just hit his viewpoint on his side of things on between racing and working media. Uh, in terms of podcasts, again, download
0: our ECAN podcasts anywhere you get yours: iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, and other podcast outlets. Make sure you subscribe and give us a review. Uh, this week in carding, episode fifty nine from February twentieth is available available for downloading, along with the face to face episode sixty four. That was the Challenge of the Americas OK and Roundtable, again, providing some insight into the debut of this new global category that the FIA has instituted. Um, so good to get hear feedback from Alex Keys, a, a driver and cart shop, cart shop owner, along with Challenge of the Americas promoter, Andy Saisman. Uh, engine builder, Jesus Vasquez from P1 Engines. And of course, Seth Nash from Seth, from Nash Motorsports, the one of the top race teams in the United States. So good to kind of get a different feedback and viewpoint uh, from all four of them in that face-to-face. And again, we'll see all of them uh, this weekend at the Challenge in America's event coming up. Uh, on the EKN Radio Network is, of course, this episode of This Week in Karting. And we'll continue to show to to play our rewinds looking at the United States Pro Kart Series, Challenge of the Americas, SCUSA Pro Tour, and, and more uh, on the EKN Radio Network, the only 24 hour, seven days a week channel dedicated to the sport of karting. What's coming up on EKN? Uh, again, Trackside Live, March 3rd through the 5th, Challenge of the Americas, Phoenix Kart Racing Association in Glendale, Arizona. I will be there this weekend. I will have Mike Smith, uh, formerly of the Cal Speed Karting Facility, now with K1 Circuit. Uh, He'll be handling the the play by play duties as Rob Howden is trackside in St. Petersburg for the IndyCar weekend and, of course, the USF Pro Championship uh, opening weekend for that program. Nate, you will be trackside at the Cup Karts North America Spring Nationals in Charlotte Motor Speedway in Concord, North Carolina having some fun with some friends, but also providing just a little bit of coverage for us on ECAN to kind of kind of set the stage for what's going on there in Charlotte.
1: Yeah, and obviously the first really big race for cup carts, like we said. So it should be fun to see the faces that are familiar and see the up-and-coming talent for the four-cycle side of things. So looking forward to that.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to see how that racing plays out. Big fields in nearly every category. So uh, I'm sure I'm sure there will be a lot of chit-chat and a lot of stuff on social media regarding uh, that weekend. And then the following weekend, next weekend, I will be track signed for the opener of the United States Pro Kart Series set for March 10th through the 12th at the Orlando Kart Center in Orlando, Florida. The second time that the series has visited the facility uh, last year, we had over 300 entries right now at just over 260. So hopefully we'll get to that 300 mark. Once again, I'm excited to see how, you know, if that does happen. And again, excited about uh, starting off the 11th season for that program uh, at the Orlando cart center. So uh, with that, we are uh, done with our this Week in carding again, follow us on social media. We'll have, complete coverage over the next two weekends of uh, three different racing events along with a little bit of the USF pro championships from Rob Howden. Make sure you follow him on the uh the Insider. Uh you can find him on social media. He'll be providing a little bit here and there throughout the weekend. They just wrapped up the uh series testing at Sebring over the last two days. Now everybody's heading over to St. Pete to get set up for what will be an exciting opener for the 2023 season. So again, Make sure you follow EKN on social media. Uh, And thank you for turning into this week in carding episode 60 on March 1st, 2023. For Nate Dean, I am David Cole. Thank you for listening.